Good morning and thanks for joining us online today. This is the Access Online Worship Gathering and today we're doing things a little bit different because we're hosting a renewal service. Now if you've never taken part in a renewal service before, well join the crowd because we've never put on a renewal service before. We're entering into some new territory. But we recognize that in this moment we need to call upon God. We need to ask for his help. And in this time when the church and the world is in a season of trial and tribulation, of feeling a lot of hardships, we know that we need to call upon God for his help to lead us forward. Now because of the pandemic and all the dynamics that it's brought to us, uh, a lot of people have been feeling like they have not been at their spiritual best. In fact, you might even say some of us feel like we're in spiritual limp mode. We're not running on all cylinders. We're not quite as energetic. We might be struggling with spiritual lethargy, a little bit of laziness. Some of us are, are feeling disconnected and discouraged. Some of us are going through some really dark days and maybe even some mental health challenges. All of this is real and it's a difficult time to be um, trying to navigate all the different troubles that we see going on in the world and, and not being in the great greatest of um, spiritual uh, places. Now that's definitely not true of everyone. There are some people at Access and around that are doing really well spiritually. In fact, today we were going to host a baptism service in the afternoon. Now because of COVID uh, complications, our family is not able to participate and we decided to postpone the baptism service. But it it simply was calling out the fact that some people are doing really well during this pandemic and spiritually feeling a sense of renewal and closeness with God. But for many people, maybe even the majority of people, there has been kind of a downgrading of faith and of hope and of love and our trust in Jesus. That's been uh, revealed in some of the polling that's taken place in many churches. Um, as people have have freely admitted that they haven't been to church in the longest of times and they feel isolated and alone. Today's renewal service is about calling upon God to get refreshed, to get renewed, to put ourselves in better alignment with the way of God and the kingdom of God. We're going to be doing that through prayer, through worship, through the teaching of the word. And I invite you to enter in to be fully present. Now this is a particularly important Sunday for us to be having a renewal service because this coming week marks the end of our election cycle. And there's a lot of uncertainty about the road ahead. Right now our nation is filled with a great divide. We're divided over politics, about race, about science and religion, about the, the virus. There are so many divisions in our nation right now. And this division isn't something that you can just talk about in a normal way and have a rational conversation with someone about. It's filled with anxiety. It's filled with self-righteousness and with hatred. It's filled with a lot of fear. And as people who follow after Jesus, we want to be peacemakers. To be able to be peacemakers, we need to have ourselves rooted and grounded in the way of Jesus. We need to have our foundation set so that when the wind and the waves and the storm come crashing against our souls, our house, our metaphorical house, will stand. So this is how it's going to go today. We're going to start off with some announcements from Andrew, and then we're going to have a short teaching time that I'm going to present then we'll be praying and meditating and thinking about four different categories. Our own souls, the life of our church, we're going to be praying for our city, and we'll be praying for the nation. So I invite you to get settled in, to be engaged in this time that we have together. Let's enter into our renewal service and call upon God. Good morning, Access. I'm Jessica. And I'm just looking forward to this morning where we're going to cry out for the Lord to send His Spirit to renew us, to refresh us, to breathe.
breathe fresh life into us. And I'd like to start out and read a scripture over us this morning from Psalm 103. Praise the Lord, O my soul. All my inmost being, praise his holy name. Praise the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgives all your sins and heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from the pit and crowns you with love and compassion, who satisfies your desires with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. Amen. Lord, we thank you for your spirit. We thank you for the ways in which you, you renew your people, God.
Thanks, Jessica, for leading us in that time of worship. We hope that today's service helps you to refocus and renew your soul as we earnestly seek God in prayer. Hi, I'm Andrew. I'm part of the announcements team and I have some updates I'd like to share with you all. If you're tuned in for the first time or new to Access, welcome. We'd love for you to fill out a Connect card online so that you can stay up to date with what's going on at Access. You can fill out an online Connect card at accesslive.org slash welcome. LTI is offering some excellent spiritual formation workshops this fall that we want to bring to your attention. These are great classes to foster greater spiritual growth and just to recalibrate. Check out our website for more information. Access scholarships are also available. We are hosting a child dedication on November 29th. If you're interested in dedicating your child, there will be a class hosted through Zoom on November 8th at 1 p.m. If you'd like to attend this class and dedicate your child, please email pastorgrace at grace.lin slash accesslive.org. Although we're greatly looking forward to this afternoon, due to unforeseen complications with COVID-19, we have chosen to postpone the fall baptism. We want to honor the safety and health of everyone in our community, and so we have decided that this was the best course of action. We hope that you will be able to join us for the rescheduled baptisms later on. Thank you so much for continuing to give during these times. Your giving provides support to us to continue ministering to people during this pandemic. You can easily give online. Parents, we have great interactive classes online both before and after our Sunday live stream. Email Pastor Grace for information. Now for our children's blessing. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen. Before we enter this time of dedicated prayer, we have a discussion starter to share. So in the chat box, would you answer this question? What was your favorite childhood book? Thanks. So spiritual renewal is our focus for today. And what exactly is it? Well, we might speak about spiritual renewal in two different ways, as it's mentioned in Scripture. First, it's used to describe the way that someone may first come to know Jesus Christ and be spiritually renewed, renewed rejuvenated, born again, in a sense. So Scripture tells us that our biggest problems in life are sin and death. That's the human dilemma. And it's not something that you and I can just figure out by doing more things, 
doing good works, or earning credits with God. It required a divine solution. God sent His Son, Jesus Christ, to take on the problems of sin and death, to die on our behalf, and to bring us new life. The offer of God is this. If we put our trust in Jesus, we become part of the new creation project of God. We've become part of the kingdom of God, this new way of doing life, which is completely different from the way of this world. We become part of the family of God. That is spiritual renewal in the first sense. But we can also talk about spiritual renewal in a different sense. And this is what we're going to be focused on today with this renewal service. To get our minds wrapped around this concept, I want to bring us uh, to I want to bring your attention to 2 Corinthians chapter 4. 2 Corinthians chapter 4 verses 16 to 18 reads as follows. Therefore, we do not lose heart, though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. For our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us eternal glory that far outweighs them all. So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen. Since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. Now it's important to understand Paul's words in the context that they were given. See, Paul was somebody who knew something about light and momentary afflictions. He knew what it was like to be wasting away outwardly. These are kind of euphemisms for some of his own experience. Later on in chapter 11 of the same book, he talks about how he was in constant threat of losing his life. He had been in prison multiple times, countless numbers of times. He had been whipped and beaten beyond his counting. He had been stoned. He had been left out in the ocean, shipwrecked for a day and a night. Uh, he was somebody who knew a lot about physical endurance and being beaten down constantly. And yet within him was something greater than all the trials and tribulations that he faced. He was being renewed day by day by the Spirit of God. He knew this power and he was urging the Corinthian believers to know this same power. And this is the same power that we are calling on today in our renewal service. We are asking God for the power to be able to stand up against the storms of life. You know, sometimes in the course of life, we need course corrections. We find ourselves aligning ourselves with the wrong way, sometimes trusting in the wrong things, sometimes putting in our hope in something that was only momentary or not quite the way of God. And these course corrections are important for us to recognize and make so that we can be renewed inside and out. And that's why we're having this prayer service today. As we pray for our souls, as we pray for the church, as we pray for our city and our nation, we are, in a sense, praying this simple prayer that Jesus taught us to pray. Your kingdom come, your will be done. We are aligning ourselves with the way of God, making sure that we have our priorities set correctly and asking God to do His work, asking God to do only what He can do to change the situation and making sure that we are aligned with his power. So as we enter in today, one last note. I noticed, I noticed that, you know, sometimes when I watch videos on YouTube and when I'm watching online worship services, it's very easy for me to slip into a spectator mode. I'm just watching and I'm watching things unfold. But the power behind a renewal service is really entering into all the things that we're presenting. The prayer, the scripture, the meditation, the songs. And so I'm going to challenge you today. Enter in with all of your heart, 
with a focused mind and do this with a sense of God's blessing upon you. Know that he is for you. He wants this renewal to take place in your heart. And so let's enter in now and pray that God would have his way with us. Since then, we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God. Let us hold fast our confession, for we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who in every respect has been tempted as we are, yet without sin. Let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace, that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Hebrews 4, 14 to 16. When we think of confession, we often have an adverse reaction, tying confession to punishment or guilt. But in reality, God invites us into confession because sin separates us from him and blocks us at times from being able to fully experience his love. By confessing through the power of Christ, we're able then to come closer to him and receive his mercy and forgiveness and experience his love with more freedom. We're making space to be renewed by his spirit. We don't have to be afraid of confession because Jesus, in his humanity, understands and sympathizes with us in love. So in a moment, I will pray to open our time of confession, and we'll have a short time of silent personal prayer. You might want to start by inviting the Holy Spirit to reveal to you areas in your life that he might be inviting you to confess or surrender to him. And then simply just listen. Then, if and when you feel ready, take those things revealed to you and confess them back to God. And you might not be ready today. It might not be until next week or next month. And that's okay. Right now, we're just making space to ponder together with God. So let us pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you for welcoming us to come to you just as we are, because you love us. And I pray that this time, your Holy Spirit would just reveal to us those areas of sin or lies or fears that are preventing us from drawing close to you and experiencing your love with freedom. May your kingdom come in the lives of our souls. Amen. Lord Jesus, I thank you for receiving these prayers of confession. Please forgive us and bless us. May your kingdom come in the lives of our souls. Amen. Now let us all say this prayer out loud together. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed. By what we have done and by what we have left undone, we have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We are truly sorry and we humbly repent. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us and forgive us that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your name. Amen.
And now we focus our attention on praying for access for our faith village and praying with me. Um, we have our chair of the lead team, Michael Murray, and our vice chair, Gloria Chen. And I wanted to call out a few dynamics that we've noticed in church life uh, through the course of this pandemic. You know, when things started, we had great attendance online. We had a lot of people showing up. But over the course of time, as people got Zoom fatigue and maybe social media fatigue, uh, attendance has certainly dropped somewhat. And some of the concern is we don't know if everyone feels connected to the life of the church. I've read a few studies saying that um, church life in general, especially for millennials, has dropped by something like 30%. Mm -hmm. uh, we don't have the clear data for access, but the question really is, um, are we still connected as a faith village? And so we want to bring that out in prayer and call on this dynamic that we're seeing happen in church at large. Uh, another thing that we want to pray for is uh, folks that might be quietly and privately uh, going through difficult times of their own, maybe because of coronavirus or maybe some other losses in their families with economic uh, difficulties or, or other things that we're not aware of, mental health challenges and, um, and life at home. It can be really hard. So we'd like to take some time to pray for the life of our church, for healing, uh, for health, and for good things to be uh, taking root. And finally, we want to really call out this dynamic that we as a church are called to be salt and light. And it's really hard to be a missional uh, uh, church in this time and in this place when we're social distancing, we're not meeting in person, and we're, we are a little bit disconnected from things. So we're going to be praying for all of those things. And in a moment, um, we're going to be transitioning into uh, some quiet time so you can pray on your own. Then Gloria will be leading us in a prayer for our church, and so will Michael. God, thank you for giving us space right now to offer words to you for your kingdom to come to access to our faith village. God, I pray specifically for the people in our community who are hurting, whether physically or emotionally and mentally. God, I know that you are a God who heals and I pray for healing for those who have been suffering. You are a God who doesn't abandon us and are with us even in our suffering in our loneliness when we feel alone and we, when we have not another breath. God, I pray that even in our suffering, you may show us life through your presence and purpose in this time with your strength. You are a God who recycles and does not waste even in our suffering. And I pray that we may see and know your faithfulness to the end. 
God, I also pray for those in our community who may not yet know you or need a reminder of who you are. I pray that your spirit may engage our hearts, incline our ears, and captivate our spirits in only a way that you can. I pray that we may see your presence in our lives and have the courage to hope again, to trust, and to have faith in you here on earth in our community. I pray this in your name. Amen. Amen. Father, um, we just want to pause and come to you as a community of faith, our faith village, um, and just pray that you would um, bring us together as a community during this difficult time. It's, it's just a crazy time in our society with all of the political things happening and on top of the pandemic and it's hard. Uh, it's been going on for so long and um, it's just hard to have hope. So we just pray that we would be a community that can come together and be a strong community that loves one another um, and that just places their hope in you um, and that we would not lose hope, um, but that we would be a community that um, stands on the foundation of the hope that we have in you and the good news of Jesus and that we would uh, come together and share that love um, with one another um, and that through our sharing of our love with one another that we would be salt and light to our um, larger community here in Houston um, and that they would see uh, the hope that we have within us. Uh, the hope of Jesus uh, and that they would ask what is that hope that you have and that we would uh, be able to share um, the good news of Jesus with them so yeah just pray that um, even in the midst of all of this crazy time where we can't be with one another physically um, that you would continue to help us um, be knitted together even virtually um, through Zoom, even though <laughs> we're all tired of it. Um, yeah, and through social media and other things, um, just that we would be able to, to hang on to the hope that we have in you and that we would be reminded of it through our interactions with the people in our community. So I lift up our community to you and just pray um, that we would be the, the beacon on the hill, the salt and the light that we need to be in the midst of this really tough time. And I pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Well, hey, we're going to pray for our city now, the city of Houston. Josh, would you mind reading that scripture to give us some vision here? But seek the welfare of the city where I have sent you into exile, and pray to the Lord on its behalf, for in its welfare you will find your welfare. Jeremiah 29.7 Great. Thank you. Okay, well, we're just going to start praying, and we ask that you would join in with us from wherever you're at, and we're going to lift up the names of the places that we're in, and then you can also lift up um, the names of the places, and we just want to say, God, let your kingdom come. Let your will be done in Houston. Amen. Lord, would you show your love over the city of Humble? Lord, show your love over the heights. Yes, Lord, have your way in the East End and in the Second Ward. Lord, show your love over Sharpstown. Lord, would you have your way over West Houston? Lord, let your kingdom come in Iowa Colony. Lord, let your kingdom come over Sugarland. Yes, Lord, have your way in this city or the city of Houston. We lift up our prayers to you tonight, Lord. We're going to spend some time praying over some different areas that are really vital and important to the city of Houston and how what makes us tick. So 
join us and pray together. Lord, we lift up healthcare workers to you today. Um, Lord, those who are working in hospitals and clinics, um, doctors and nurses, and those who are practicing medicine and working with patients. Um, Lord, we lift them up and ask you to protect them. Um, Lord, keep them safe, keep them well. Um, Lord, we ask you for wisdom as they are treating disease. Lord, give them um, your inspired thoughts and direction. Lord, um, as they treat and bring your healing to people. Lord, give them wisdom and give them endurance as um, uh, as COVID may be wearing them out. Lord, we just ask you to give them strength. Um, and we just ask you that you would use them to bring your kingdom to those of us in Houston. Lord, in a hospital room or in a clinic, Lord, bring your healing, um, bring your comfort and, and let the patients just feel and the, the patients and the, and the practitioners, Lord, let them all feel a tangible presence of your Holy Spirit. Um, in those medical settings. Lord. Bring your kingdom to our healthcare workers, we ask. Lord, we ask that you that your wisdom, your patience be felt in our education system. We pray for the state board, for superintendents and district boards in our area, principals, school leadership, teachers, staff, secretaries, aides, janitorial staff, food service workers, bus drivers, Lord, we pray for our parents, for those who homeschool their children, for homeschooling their children now. And most importantly, we pray for students, Lord. We pray for the children, um, that this whole system just be, it, it revolves around the, the students, it revolves around their learning, it revolves around their safety, their well-being. Lord, we ask during this time for patience, for understanding, for your wisdom, for resources, for relationship building. And Lord, we just ask that in this time of uncertainty and fear, that you may redeem this to be an opportunity for renewal and innovation, that we can just do things differently. We can do things in a new way that reflects your desires and your will. Father, we pray for our mayors, our council members, our county judges, our first responders, and all of our other leaders in our government. Um, we pray for the leaders, both incumbent and those who are incoming. Um, Lord, you've placed them in, in this special position to bring wellness to your city. Um, Father, give them the vision to see your love and your vision for Houston. Give them clarity to see that, to see what needs to be done and give them the wisdom in order to care for your people well. God, we wanna lift up the refugees that are coming to Houston for the first time and resettling here. We pray that they would find refuge here, that they would find welcome here, that they would find new life here, and that they would find love here. Lord, I pray for the culture and the lifestyle of Houston and all its surrounding areas, Lord. But I pray that um, your kingdom would come and that there would be an inspired spirit over the city for creativity um, that is under your influence, Lord. Um, I'm thinking of visual arts and music, outdoor spaces, gardens. Um, I pray that the outdoor and creative green spaces in the city would be um, teeming with your life um, you are the great creator and you can break through in power and in healing in those spaces. And I pray that the citizens of the city would experience your presence in the outdoor spaces, Lord, when they are out walking their dogs, riding their bikes, stroll, strolling with their children, Lord. I pray that that would be an area that they encounter your presence, Lord, and that that would stir creativity in them, Lord. You inspire masterpieces, Lord, and I pray that Houstonians would um, be filled with your spirit, Lord, and that there would be um, an outpouring of new life um, that that is influential generation after generation, Lord, that there would be art created in this time that would influence generations to come and that would point to you and your kingdom and your creation, God. We are yours. 
I pray that our culture in Houston would imitate your culture, God, in your heart. Lord, um, one of the beautiful things about the city is that we are so diverse, um, yet there are still spaces where there's division, um, racial discrimination still exists, and there are spaces where there is mistrust. Um, and so, Lord, we turn to you because the city belongs to you. The people here, all of us, we belong to you, Lord, and um, we are your image bearers. So God, remind us of who we are again. Lord, we thank you that um, you see the things we cannot see. You see the roots of those divisions. You see the roots of racial discrimination and mistrust. You, you understand, you know why. And so we turn to you as um, one who is just, and we remember that you are love, that you are peace, that you are all about unity and reconciliation. And as image bearers, Lord, may we pray for these things and pursue these things and reflect um, these parts of your character. And so Lord, um, we pray that um, you would be present, Lord, that you would continue to be present in all the places that we can't be in. And Lord, help us to see what you see. Yes, Lord, we lift up all of these areas to you. May your kingdom come, may your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. I'd like to read a closing scripture for this section. And if you'd like to read along with me, it's Matthew 5, 14 through 16. You are the light of the world. A city built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. Amen. The Nation's Prayer, Ephesians 6, 10 through 12. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. In the current reality of our nation, there is much hurt, confusion, and division, ranging from racial injustice to natural disasters to immigration. Although where we are may seem hopeless, we as believers are empowered and called to seek hope in a kingdom reality because our battle is not against flesh and blood. There is a greater story here that we need to pay attention to. This country needs healing, but we are not healers. God is. So we are called to seek the healer and not be the healers. As Christians, how should we pray? What do our prayers look like when we seek his kingdom? I now invite you to take a moment to pray. Lord, may your kingdom come in the life of our nation.
May your kingdom come and will be done in our political process and with our national and local leaders in our upcoming election, in the racial divide in our country and around the globe, in the grief we feel losing lives to the coronavirus, in the loss of jobs, income, and economic opportunity. Amen. Revelations 21, one through four. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and the sea was no more. And I saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Behold, the dwelling place of God is with man. He will dwell with them, and they will be his people, and God himself will be with them as their God. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes, and death shall be no more. Neither shall there be mourning, nor crying, nor pain anymore, for the former things have passed away. Amen.
As we wrap up our worship gathering today, I just want to thank you once again for joining us for this important time. And over the course of this week, you may find yourself needing to replay some of these different sections and really aligning yourself with this prayer that Jesus gave us. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We are headed for some uncertain days, but we have a God who has promised us a rock solid way forward. Jesus promised us that if we plant our lives in his ways, we will be like a house that can withstand the storms and the winds and the rains as they come down upon our souls. So I urge you in the week to come, go in the way of Christ, stand firm. Amen. Loving God, through all our years, let the church be a community where we learn about love and practice it, where we envision peace and work to build it, where we meet partners in faith who wish to abandon everything that cheapens our discipleship, where we discover gifts and offer them. May your spirit guide us toward joy and generosity. In Jesus' name, in the way of Jesus, amen.